Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we're talking about a movie with one of my favorite actors who unfortunately turned in probably one of my least favorite movies of his. Um, Hypnotic, starring Ben Affleck, directed by Robert Rodriguez. That was an interesting pairing for me from the start. I saw next to no advertising for this movie anywhere. It was fate that I happened to be on AMC's app. I was trying to book tickets for another movie. And then I see Hypnotic, a new Ben Affleck movie. So I start doing some digging and I start looking into it. And I'm like, okay, Robert Rodriguez has written and directed this. It's got a $65 million budget. And they shot it in the same set that they had built for uh, Alita Battle Angel that James Cameron produced and Robert Rodriguez had directed. And it's supposed to be uh, kind of, you know, the detective loses his daughter. She goes missing. He's obviously, years later, he's still upset by it. And then something happens. Some robberies start taking place. Something weird's going on, but he feels like maybe this is, it's all tied to my missing daughter somehow. There's something bigger at play. So it's got this mystery thriller lean to it. Um, you know, promises some action. So I don't know. I was, I was hesitant. I knew I'd wanted to see the Blackberry movie. Fool's Paradise was kind of like, eh, uh, you know, all right. You know what? What else am I doing today? We'll do it back to back. And then I'm like, okay. And then they got hypnotic. And I'm like, well, I feel like that has to be a little bit better than Fool's Paradise. And then after seeing Fool's Paradise, I was like, there's no way this is going to be worse than Fool's Paradise. Um, but the end result was something that I just don't quite get. This is a movie that feels like it should have been made, I, you know, I want to say 20 years ago, which I think would be the 90s, but no, almost 30 years ago. And that reveals more about me than I should probably let on because now I'm getting old. But, uh, but this feels like some like late 80s, early 90s, you know, it wouldn't go straight to DVD. I'm sure it would actually do well in theaters. Um, the story is interesting enough. Um, this use of hypnotism or these ideas of, you know, things that could be stored within your memories or dreams, your ability to influence people. It, you know, this movie has some interesting supernatural elements to it. Um, but it just, it doesn't ever really get exciting. Um, and maybe that's part of the whole shebang. It's called hypnotic because we wanted to lull you in and keep you uncertain, keep you guessing. And, and granted, I, I think there were some pretty interesting twists and turns throughout this movie. Um, it definitely caught me off guard more than a few times. Um, but it just feels, it just feels outdated. It feels outdated and it feels like everyone was kind of turning in a half-assed performance. And it's hard to say as someone who I really do. I like Ben Affleck a lot. Obviously, he's my favorite Batman. I think he's a great actor. Um, but there was just no no energy from him here. Um, and I get, you know, he's a detective who's just been in sorrow for years since uh, since his daughter was abducted. But you just, it, you get nothing from him here. There is, you know, the only emotion you get is related to the daughter. And when it's there, it's great. But 
it just kind of, you know, there's, it doesn't just flow that well for a movie that's, you know, hardly 90 minutes. It feels like a little bit of a slug fest to get to the finish line. You know, by the time you make it to the end, you're like, all right, please. I know we got to be wrapping it up now. We've had more twists than I can count now and things keep happening. And you're like, are we getting a sequel to this? Is this like, that was just so odd. I like Alice Braga a lot just as an actor. She kind of plays opposite of Ben Affleck's character. And you've got William Fitcher, who's a great actor and, you know, a formidable bad guy, as we've seen in many movies. Uh, but even he's kind of like phoning it in. You're like, oh, he's this ultimate big bad guy and you got to stay away from him. Or in these moments where you feel like, okay, yep, oh yeah, you got caught. You're probably going to die. Something small and mildly inconvenient happens, and it's like, oh, they got away. Well, you know what? That's all right, because it gives us time to regroup and time to try again. Um, and so it really does feel like this, like, all right, you know, we, we get mild action. You get action light, but it's never anything wild enough to totally sustain your interest or so thrilling as you're jumping between trains and running around there's an entire scene where they're running around a train yard um then i'm like i'm like these guys have guns they could just shoot you uh you know and maybe for some reasons that you might find out they don't shoot or maybe they want them alive whatever but if you're really just like chasing this guy down i'm like are you really just jogging you really you're not getting paid to jog out here like, neither is Ben Affleck. I'm like, if you're running for your life, I'm like, what are, you, what are you jogging for, my guy? It just, so many scenes in this movie, they just lack enthusiasm. They lack a kinetic energy that just grabs onto you and you're like, all right, this is some cool action. You know, and I don't even say that as someone who's probably more desensitized to action in film than others. I see a lot of movies, play a decent number of games. I've seen some cool, crazy, awesome action stunts um and i'm not saying that i have to have that bar for every movie but i think it really does speak to where a director can obviously change things we're having stunt and fight choreographers can really go and make a difference as well um but i'm also wondering where 65 million dollars went on this movie especially if you're reusing a set that you've already built in the past I'm like, I know Ben Affleck's probably your top build actor. I'm like, I'm sure he's making some cool million. I, I don't know. For a movie like this, I don't know. Um, Robert Rodriguez, I'm sure he got a nice little payday. But I just, I just wonder why. Or why did you think, like, and not to be rude, but why did you think that this was the movie to put in theaters? You know, people were kind of comparing uh, J-Lo Jennifer Lopez, of course, um, Ben Affleck's person, now that they've re uh, rekindled and reunited. They both had releases on that same Friday. She had a movie, The Mother, coming out on Netflix. Action movie. You know, I, it looks like it's in a similar vein in the sense that you're like, all right, maybe it's like B-movie production. And, and I'm just going to say it. Netflix really hasn't impressed me much with most of their original films that they've released, you know, triple frontier that they had with Ben Affleck was pretty good, but it still went on too long and kind of falls apart at the end. Um, 
but you know, in my head, I'm like, wow, Ben Affleck's really going to come out of the the weekend, maybe with the he could come out with the hit. Not that I I haven't seen the J Lo movie, so I won't speak on its quality. I can only speak on what I've read and again my past experience with Netflix original movies. But wow, I feel like she had to win that weekend. You know, I don't know how much her movie cost, but I'm like these guys. This movie made a couple million, I think, opening weekend. Hypnotic. I'm like, I just, it feels like something that should have come out on Netflix. And maybe that's because you are built in with the expectation that, hey, you know, I know it's not going to be like a huge box office budget film, but this will probably play better at home. And it totally would. It's going to be out on digital in a couple weeks anyways, I believe. But uh, I don't know. I wonder how much money it costs to put it in the theaters before putting it into streaming. I'm like, are you going to lose money putting this into almost empty theaters and not advertising it at all? Um, you know, and it feels like one of these moments, though, too, where obviously some other actors who are more tuned in with social media use that to their advantage. The Rock, Lord knows he would never not promote a movie on Instagram or Twitter or something. You know, if I'm Ben Affleck, and now granted, maybe he wants to keep this film under the radar because he doesn't want to see people reacting to him phoning in. But I'm like, you could have said, hey, you know, check out my new movie, Hypnotic. I'm working with Robert Rodriguez, you know, the guy who did Spy Kids and all these other. I, I don't know. I'm like, you could have said a billion different things to get people to at least come and see the movie or give it a shot. Um, so it just all feels it just all feels a little lazy at the end of the day. I mean, it's not a bad movie. Um, it was definitely entertaining enough. And like I said, I'm like, you know, I'm always, I'm always open to be surprised in a movie. Um, even if some of the twists or things are kind of dumb later on when you think about it, maybe, I don't know. In the moment I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't see that coming. I didn't think that that person was gonna, whatever, you know? Um, I like those moments. I like when a movie can kind of shock me or, keep me guessing, you know, unlike my mom who just, you know, every movie that I try to show her, not even halfway through, it's like, oh, you know what? He's totally going to do this or she's going to die or she's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and you got to laugh it off like it's not <laughs> true. And you're like, what are you, what are you talking about? No, just, you know, just watch the movie, you know? And I'm like, damn it. How did she know? How does she, you know? But that's because a lot of these movies, sometimes they just spell it out for you. They spell it out for the general audience. And so, you know, this movie's a weird in-between. Um, you know, it, it can even make a weird young adult fiction novel from 30 years ago. I don't know. It just, I wonder about its place in 2023. Um, once it goes digital, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm sure one of the, I would hope a streaming service picks it up. Because again, I don't, I don't even know if you'd really want to rent this movie for the weekend. You know? I I probably personally wouldn't recommend it, but if it pops up for free on Netflix or Amazon or somewhere, totally. To just why not? If you got time, if you just need to throw something on that you've never seen before, go for it. Um, and that's probably where it will serve you best. So I was a little disappointed, but you know I've been doing this long enough to uh, to have a pretty decent idea of maybe where <laughs> where a movie will land. So. I'm glad my expectations weren't so high for this film.
And like I said, you guys, I'm like, I promise you, this next episode, we're finally going to, we're going to get back on track. We're going to have one I can really recommend to you. And I think you're going to like it. So stay tuned for the next time, guys. Thanks again.